Welcome into Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Nortoon, where I cover sports news, standings, and updates all under 15 minutes. You can listen along on Spotify and other places, as well as follow all my socials on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Man of the Hat Sports Podcast, and it's been a long time since I've recorded. A lot of things have happened in my life where either I moved out here to Colorado about a month and a half ago, or just in general, I kind of lost the lust or the motivation to record just talking about sports by myself, kind of made me lose that joy I once had when I was originally podcasting. But you know what? Last night, me and my brother Lennon were out eating dinner together, hanging out and watching sports, talking about it, and just made me reminisce on how much I actually miss talking about sports and miss podcasting. So I would say, I honestly, I found my new motivation for recording. Since I've been out here in Denver about a month and a half, today's episode is going to be dedicated to the state of Colorado sports. There's four major sports out here in Colorado. you got the Colorado Rockies, Denver Broncos, Colorado Avalanche, and the Denver Nuggets. All are kind of in different stages with their franchises. But I'm not even going to spend any time on the Rockies. We all know how abysmal they are. They can't win too many games. They trade all the good players away. So there's really nothing they ever do to excite the fan base any way, shape, or form. Haven't been really good their entire franchise. They had one World Series appearance in 2007. Ever since their 93 inception, that was their only World Series trip. They got swept by the Boston Red Sox in four games. So that's kind of the history there for the Colorado Rockies. Let's get out of the way, in my opinion, the worst team in Colorado. That's easily the Denver Broncos. Now, I would say this year, the expectations for the Broncos were sky high. You just got Russell Wilson from the Seahawks bringing in an older quarterback. Kind of did that with Peyton Manning where he came in and won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, hoping they could replicate that with Russell Wilson. Also added a new coach, Nathaniel Hackett, coming over from Green Bay where he was the offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers hoping that they could bring that power risk over here into that team. But honestly, this year has not gone as anybody would have expected this team to perform. They are abysmal 3-6. and six. They are third in their division out of four teams, and it's kind of been ugly all season long. Let's start with the worst side of the coin here in their offense. With an offense that is supposed to be super great with Russell Wilson and their receivers, been absolutely awful when it comes to storm, scoring points. They are dead last in the NFL with total touchdowns. They've only got 12 in 9 games, 7 passing touchdowns with 5 rushing. My goodness, Broncos can't score points either. They've only scored 21 points in 2 games this season. Been pretty sad at the highest total being 23 points when they won a game there, but it's been sad for the Broncos offense. And yeah, they got some injuries too, but you got to look at Denver's defense has been absolutely phenomenal this year. Arguably the top three or four in the league, arguably so. Kind of just go over some totals there for you. They are second in the NFL with points allowed with only 149 points. They are first in touchdowns allowed with 11. They've allowed fewer touchdowns than the Broncos have scored. They've only allowed six passing touchdowns and five rushing. And their defense per game has been pretty phenomenal with only allowing 290 yards a game. So the Broncos' defense has held up their job pretty well. So you would think with a good defense, the Broncos could score. But like I said, the offense has been absolutely horrible. Can't score more than 20 points a game here. 
Defense has played so good. They've only allowed 21 points plus once, and that was a loss to the Raiders when they lost 32-23. to And honestly, it's crazy because the defense have so many defensive players out. They are out nine total defensive players with three of those guys being starters. It's just crazy how good that defense is with the amount of players they have out. And the big difference here is the defensive coordinator, Evro, in his first season with the Denver Broncos, coming with Nathaniel Hackett from the Packers. It's been incredible as a defensive coordinator. He's been a coach in the NFL for about 15 years or so. But fact is, everybody on the defense is buying in to the, the play calling and the effort, and it's not going to notice as they're the top five defense in the NFL this year. Just kind of hope that the offense would wake up a little bit, but obviously they have not. They've kind of been playing kind of poor. So the defense has got to do everything they can to keep a game under 20 points. And honestly, if you can hold an opponent under 20 points a game, you should be winning those games. But the offense is so bad. They can't even manage to score more than 20 points in a couple of games, which to me is honestly pretty sad. I don't know where they'll finish in the season. Hopefully they'll be in front of the Raiders as I can't stand them. They play next week in Denver. Hopefully Broncos can get some revenge after losing 32-23 to a couple weeks ago to the Raiders in Las Vegas. Now we got the bad team out of the way. Let's talk about the good things we got going on in Colorado. Obviously here, hockey's been absolutely phenomenal for Colorado as the Colorado Avalanche are the defending Stanley Cup champions. This year they've started pretty well, in my opinion. Right now they've got an 8-4-1 record. They're on a four-game win streak, which may not sound super impressive, but you, you, you got to listen about all the players that are out on this roster. You got your captain, Gabe Landisgog, who's out arguably till December, maybe early January. You got Val Nachushkin, who at the time of his injury, he was fourth on the team in points with 12 points in seven games. He's out until December 7th, had some surgery on his knee. You got Darren Helm, who holds the fourth line down out in December. And you got your one of your young defensive players in Bowen Byram. He's a day-to-day. The Avalanche have been playing injured pretty much all season long. And it's been impressive to me because their last win, they played the Carolina Hurricanes. Let's I mind you, the Eastern Conference is an absolute beast this year. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference. And the Colorado Avalanche beat them pretty soundly 4-1. to one. And their backup, Pavel Francouz, beat the Hurricanes. Stopped 24 out of 25 shots he faced. So that's pretty good for the... The Avalanche, you got your top stars performing as usual. You got Nathan McKinnon, who just came off of a signing a $100 million contract to stay with the Colorado Avalanche, so I'm assuming he's going to retire there. I mean, I hope he is. He should be a lifer with that organization. He's got 23 points, 13 games, 19 assists, so he's playing pretty hot there at the top line, obviously. Then you got his line mate, Miko Rantanen, has the same amount of points. He's got 10 goals on the season. So you got your top dog performing, but it's just impressive on a day-to-day basis with the players who are injured. They're still performing, and regardless, the Avs are putting in effort day in and day out to not only repeat as Stanley Cup champions, but just kind of playing well as a team and you know playing good until you get those guys healthy. Biggest difference, in my opinion, has got to be the goaltender. You got Alexander Georgiev who has been a lifelong backup pretty much. He's been in the league for five years. This is his sixth season now. He was with the New York Rangers the last couple of seasons, and Avalanche traded for him. They gave up a couple of third-round draft picks and a fifth-round pick. He's played well this year. He's got a combined record of 7-1-1, one, and one, 
It's pretty great start for that goaltender. And the crazy thing to me, like I said, he's been a lifelong backup. He's never played more than 34 games a season, whichever team he's played for. And the defense, as good as it is for the Colorado Avalanche, he's facing pretty much 34 shots a game. So he's seeing a lot of traffic, seeing a lot of pucks, and he's been playing pretty good. He's pretty much saving 32 shots out of 34 he faces. So he's been playing pretty hot this year. I know Avalanche really haven't really ever had a true number one goalie outside of Patrick Waugh. So it's been kind of a long time coming for them to to get a true number one guy, and I think they've got that right now in Georgiev, and it's kind of surprising what they can do because, like I said, he's been a lifelong backup, so he's really never been a proven starter. But right now, through nine games, he's playing pretty well. he got to ride that hot hand here, so good for him, and good thing for Colorado here. They signed him to a, a measly three-year deal worth $10 million, so they got a lot of cap space after not spending a lot of money on their goalie, after giving that big honking contract to McKinnon and also gave a big contract to Val Nachushkin as well. So it's been cool to see the players on the Avalanche perform given the circumstances of how many players are injured. So we'll just see what the rest of the season looks like for the Colorado Avalanche, hoping they can make another strong run to the Stanley Cup Finals. And finally, we have the Denver Nuggets. I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world, but coming out to Denver, I think they got a pretty exciting basketball team. You got the back-to-back MVP in Nikola Jokic. You got Jamal Murray. You got Michael Porter Jr., who's pretty young, playing pretty well. So this year, they got pretty sky-high expectations. Last year was kind of a down season. Both MPJ and Murray were out for most of the season, so they didn't really make it too far in the playoffs. But now this year, they got Jokic, Murray, and Porter Jr. healthy, so there really shouldn't be any reasons why the Nuggets don't make a large run to the playoffs, maybe even to the NBA Finals. Joker's been playing pretty good this season already. He's almost averaging a triple-double a game. He's got 20 points, 9.5 rebounds a game, and 8.9 assists per game. So Joker's starting off well as the back-to-back MVP should be starting, so that's pretty good for them as he's going to be the catalyst for most of their wins with his, you know, his playmaking ability there. Denver Nuggets have been playing pretty well as a team as a whole. They are third in the league right now with 117 points a game, and they are second in the league with assists per game in 28.9. The more times you share the ball, the more points you're going to get, basically. I think the more assists you got, you're not ball hogging it, and with the amount of star power the Nuggets have, I think they share the ball pretty well. So this year, they started out pretty healthy. They have a nice 9-4 and record where they absolutely drubbed the Bulls last night in Chicago, 126 203 is kind of watching that game last night. It's pretty exciting to see that there. But, you know, big expectations, like I said. They want to make a deep run to the playoffs. The last four seasons, they made it to the playoffs with going to the conference finals once. They went to the conference semifinals twice, and then they had one first-round exit. So this year, hopefully, I can see them make it to the NBA Finals as this team has never reached the NBA Finals. They've only made it to four conference finals, never making it past it. So... I would say the sports of Colorado have been pretty good so far outside of the Rockies and the Broncos. So kind of been fun to be a Colorado fan the last you know year or so. Obviously, I've always loved Colorado as I used to live out here as a kid. So I'm super excited and happy to be back. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of Man and Hat Sports Podcast. And I will catch you guys next week.